I might need some help here. Two more times. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Gloria in excelsis Deo. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On the second Sunday of Advent, I preached a sermon called Faith Prefers a Prepared Mind. The point of the sermon was to say that new faith or deeper faith is a discovery that often comes as the result of our paying attention. About a week ago, one of the working titles for this year's Christmas homily on the magnetic whiteboard that clings to my freezer door read, Sometimes the good news of God is a little like Joshua Bell playing at the Metro. Gene Weingarten's 2007 Washington Post story describing what did happen when Joshua Bell played his violin at the L'Enfant Metro stop during rush hour was called Pearls Before Breakfast. <laughs> Can one of the nation's great musicians cut through the fog of a DC rush hour? The moral behind Weingarten's piece was not intended to be a Christmas story, but it could be. As it turns out, Joshua Bell's genius couldn't break through much of our fog. After playing for busy commuters for 43 minutes, only 63 of the 1,153 people that passed by paused to hear one of the most, one of the finest musicians in the world playing some of the most elegant music that has ever been written. Seven people stopped to listen for about a minute. Only one woman recognized him. There's a full-length video of Bell's 43-minute performance, and the video shows no ethnic or demographic pattern distinguishing the sort of people who, for some reason, stopped to listen from the overwhelming majority who just whisked by. But it does show how the behavior of one demographic remained consistent throughout. Every single child who passed by, most of them holding on to the hand of their mother, wanted to stop and watch. In his story, Weingarten quotes a poet in a poem when wondering about that, about the children wanting to stop and listen. Billy Collins said that all babies are born with the knowledge of poetry because the lub-dub of a mother's heart is in iambic meter. But eventually, life chokes the poetry out of us. In 1911, W.H. Davies asked, 
What is this life if full of care we have no time to stand and stare? Alas, my first intuition for a Christmas homily turned out to be somewhat on point. At least sometimes Christmas can be a little bit like Joshua Bell playing at the Metro. We grown-ups can miss it, walk right by it. In the church or for the faithful, we might say that we can miss the point of the whole thing or of everything if we're so focused on the mundane that we become deaf to the sublime. What is this life if full of care we have no time to stand and stare? Before taking a break for Christmas during our Wednesday Bible study a couple of weeks ago, one member of the group said something that I thought was rather extraordinary. We had been thinking together about Psalm 139. Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. Even before a word is on my tongue, oh Lord, you know it completely. As we discussed what it might mean to be known by God, one member of the group, inspired by a song she recently heard, said to us, you know what? The most intimate words in every language might not be, I love you, but I know you. The most intimate words that we can say to someone might, might not be, I love you, but I know you. That sounded a little bit like the Incarnation to me. A second intuition, perhaps, off to the whiteboard I went. Last Sunday afternoon, eight members of St. Albans We Care team ventured out to sing Christmas carols to remind some people that we have not forgotten them, that we are with them in their struggles and in their isolation. We. When we arrived in the lobby of one assisted living facility, we were told by the receptionist that only four of us would be allowed to visit. Hmm. Can you bring her to us? We gathered in the lobby and chatted about which carols to choose. And as soon as we saw the nurse wheeling her around the corner, we started to sing. You should have seen the light in her eyes, instantaneous. As we sang, more nurses brought more people to listen, first one, then another, and then another, and then another. The attendants and everyone passing through the lobby stopped to listen. Many joined us in song. At one point between carols, Barbara explained, these people are here for me. This is my church, St. Albans Episcopal Church. Tears were streaming down her face and then tears were streaming down all of our faces. In October 1962, at the apex of the Cuban Missile Crisis, Musicians Noel Regney and Gloria Shane Baker sat befuddled in a recording studio in New York City. In the midst of that crisis, they were having trouble conjuring up the words for a new Christmas song. 
In the studio, Regney later wrote, the producer was listening to the radio to see if we had been obliterated yet. En route to my home, he recalled, I saw two mothers with their babies in strollers. The little angels were looking at each other and smiling. Suddenly, my mood was extraordinary. The glimpse of those infants with their children filled Noel Regney's heart with lyric. Do you hear what I hear? Do you see what I see? Do you know what I know? A child, a child shivers in the cold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Said the king to the people everywhere, listen to what I say. Pray for peace, people everywhere. The child, the child, sleeping in the night will bring us goodness and light. He will bring us goodness and light. In his Christmas message to us this year, presiding Bishop Michael Curry reminds us of another Christmas carol that simply says, love came down at Christmas. Love all lovely, love divine, love was born at Christmas, star and angel gave the sign. Amid the world's crises, love comes down. Amid Uvalde, Mother Emmanuel, the Tree of Life Synagogue, and Club Q, love comes down. For God so loved the world, love came down. For God is love, and for love, God came down. Because love came down at Christmas, now is the time to commit ourselves, to reach out our hands to each other, to roll up our sleeves, to take God's hands and do the holy and hard work of love coming down. The work which brings healing, which brings hope, which binds us together, which lifts us up. Because love came down at Christmas, let this Christmas be a moment of rededication to the work of love around this world. In Howard Thurman's words, to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among others, and to make music of the heart. The theology of the Incarnation teaches us that for God to both know us and to love us, God became us. The Incarnation teaches us that God became human so that humans might become more like God. And God is love.
We are so glad. We are so very glad that you have chosen to worship with us at St. Albans tonight. We pray that as you travel, travel safely and return to your homes, that if you found on your way somewhere in this liturgy a lifted heart, tell someone about what you heard, what you saw. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we wish you a very merry and a very blessed Christmas. May the peace and love that comes down this Christmas point us all toward the hope and the light of new life promised in God's overwhelming love. Amen.